and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about overthinking, or more importantly, how not to overthink. Hey, Janine. Hey, Shannon. How are you? I'm great. I am actually in California right now with sunny blue skies. Oh, I'm jealous because I'm in Missouri with gray skies and a snowy forecast. Oof, sorry. Yeah. But, but so, <laughs> I'm not, I know you're not trying to rub it in or anything. I'm glad you're somewhere <laughs> where there are blue skies. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, it's been a nice change of pace because at home it is, I think, 40 degrees and raining. Oof. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. That's yeah 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 anyway um but today Mm. we want to talk about overthinking or the problem with overthinking and how not to do it yeah i'm i'm pretty knowledgeable on the problem of overthinking i might be less (laughs) knowledgeable on the how not to do it part so (laughs) i hope you have more knowledge than i do (laughs) no i i i what do you think you overthink a lot? I, I actually, it's funny. I actually used to overthink a lot, and uh, yeah. now I say let it be easy, and I stop overthinking. That's my. That's actually. I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> but that's the um, antidote for me. It has my yeah. mantra. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I do know it's, how to stop overthinking. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, although I think I think sometimes like the problem with it is you don't really realize you're doing it until you're like way down the rabbit hole of overthinking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes I don't even realize I've done it until way after the fact. <laughs> like, yeah, looking back to realize, oh, man, you made that harder than it needed to be. Or you <laughs> thought way more about that than it merited. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is there anything in particular that comes to mind when you think about that <laughs> well yeah um the, uh, <laughs> you sound so sad <laughs> no I'm not sad I'm smiling you can't see me but I'm smiling I was uh, thinking about um my year-end planning which I love so very much and mm-hmm. I always set aside a day uh, I think we've already talked about this on the podcast I set aside a day where I do uh, go through some various exercises and thinking in various locations around town and I come up with my goals for the next year but um, in 2018 and in my goals for 2019 I sort I think I was guilty of overthinking because I everything (laughs) there there were a lot of bright shiny objects I think so I I did my usual word of the year exercise but I Mm -hmm. came up with I think two words of the year but it's possible I had three which is so sad that I don't even know which is a sign of the failure <laughs> of yeah. the system this year <laughs> and then I um 
I I saw Gretchen Rubin in her I listened to her podcast Happier, and she had she and her sister were doing 19 for 19, so 19 things they wanted to accomplish in 2019. So I did that, and then I did uh, I I annually or frequent uh, usually try every year to get together with my friend Gerilyn, who was a, has been a guest on our podcast for planning, and we got together last I think it was February or January. And we came up with a set of goals. <laughs> and, um, oh, my goodness. And, and the other thing is, all of them were in different formats. So, like, the 19 for 19 was in Trello. The notes with Gerilyn were in Evernote. They, my word of the year was on in Word or pages. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's geez. like, I think I overthought it. But um, I, di- I did accomplish some of the things, but not all of anything. <laughs> well, it's probably a little hard to track all of that. Yeah. I actually kind of forgot about it. I would forget about it. Yeah. Uh, like I completely forgot about 19 for 19 until one day when I was looking at my Trello boards. Like, oh. And then I looked to see if I'd done any of them. And I had. <laughs> but, oh, well, um, that was kind of fun. Yeah, but not because I had been focusing on the list. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. How about you? Got any yeah, examples? Yeah, I tend to do the same thing. And and um, it's interesting. We're in a little bit of a wormhole as we're recording this right now because we haven't yet done our end of the year planning, but th- by the time this airs, we will have just done it. Right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Although yeah, at least so, we'll benefit. We'll benefit from this conversation probably when we do. I know. Plan. That's that's mm-hmm. what I'm hoping for because I too <laughs> think this is one of the places where it's really easy for me to overthink things, and and I think that comes from like wanting to get it right. Like when it feels really important. Like I wanted. I want to do it the best possible way. I want to get this right. And so um, sometimes that translates into trying a whole bunch of different things or going Mm -hmm. at it from a lot of different angles. And uh, I don't think that's super effective. You know, you, you, it makes it harder to remember. Like I know I did word of the year stuff, but um I can't for the life of me remember what my word of the year was. Oh, wait, I think I do remember. But this might have been 2018, whatever. I mean, like, so that's the problem. Like, it didn't stick enough because I did too many things and I, and because I was overthinking it. Um, Mm -hmm. But then I, uh, one time I did word of the year and it was um, bon vivant was the word that came to me, which I thought was really weird and hard to say and kind of complicated and I thought that I should probably try to come up with something else and I spent a lot of time trying to come up with something else and nothing else really stayed with me and this was I'm not kidding you at least 10 years ago and I still remember it and I still remember Uh what it felt like and like so I think that really shows the power of like just picking one way and going with it. Yeah, listening to what's what resonates. I mean, that came to you for a reason, right? And uh, and and it you didn't let it feel right. I guess that's interesting. Do you remember? Did you have a bon vivant year that year? I did. Excellent. I did. What, uh, I would, now I'm dying to know what year it was. Um, God, I have to think about what Goodness. the actual year was, but um. I remember I went on a couple of retreats and I met a lot of people who I'm still friends with. Um, oh, nice. 
Yeah. And I just, yeah. I, I remember it being a year where I just felt like uh, everything just was like fun and easy and ah. yeah. Nice. Let's enjoy the stuff. I want another bon vivant year. Maybe yeah, that's that, my word. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> or maybe is there a Portuguese equivalent of that word? Oh, I'll have to find out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, you know, I was thinking that um, when you mentioned that we, when it comes to this kind of annual planning and goal setting, we get anxious to do it, uh, do it right and then tend to overthink it. And uh, what popped into my mind was, like, I feel like I want to set myself up for success when I'm doing this, right? I want to succeed, in other mm -hmm. words. Uh, you know, you right. want to meet your goals and you want, uh, and, and it's kind of paradoxical that the way for me anyway to set myself up for success is to not overthink it, is to back away from the complexity, have simple goals which are achievable, uh, maybe a little bit stretchy, and yeah. um, not overthink it, uh, which I hadn't really thought about. Obviously, didn't think about last year. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, no, because I think there's sort of a twisty way in which it feels like sort of the more you do and the more planning you do and the more intricate you make it, mm -hmm. like the easier it will be for you to achieve it. Right. Well, and that's certainly true of organizing systems. I mean, I see this in, I, I used to see it in myself, I see it in clients where they are attracted to some system that someone tells them about, that someone invented, that looks right. ooh, just so great. And it's so complex that it falls by the wayside quickly, and then they feel like failures. And um, so I always try to help people come up with really simple systems that you know, work for the way they think. And the same is true, I think, of these kinds of um, goal setting and, and planning activities. Yeah, um, I think that's right. Yeah, so I, that now having said that, I'm wondering how I'm thinking about a system that I bought <laughs> this week <laughs> for goal planning. Because <laughs> um, I was working with a client who showed it to me and it was very attractive. It's physically attractive, like a planner binder. No, it's not a binder, uh -huh. it's a spiral thing with lots of exercises um, that I thought, well, that's, that, that looks really cool. And I went ahead and bought it. And, um, but I think if I can stick with it and, and make it, um, you know, rather than doing all these disparate exercises, have this one right. spiral bound thing that I work with all year long. And it starts with lots of self-evaluation, which I was drawn to. Um, it's mm -hmm. called, um, it's called, uh, I've got it literally in front of me. Um, and I can't see what it's called. Power sheets, power sheets, light. Oh, I don't want to make noise. But power sheets is what you would look up. I'll put a link in it in the show okay. notes to it. Um, but it's got lots of um, opportunities for reflection, which I uh, uh, which I was really drawn to because um, it fits right in with all we've been talking about for the last year and a half of knowing what's important to you, and it really helps you get to the bottom of that. I think. Oh, that does sound very appealing and intriguing. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't really thought about this in terms of, like you said, the, you know, coming up with an organizing system. And it makes me think of um, filing systems and how 
Um, I have really embraced the idea of, you know, any kind of information organization, just enough to be able to retrieve what I need, what I want, Mm -hmm. and not any more complex than that, and to start simpler, and then um, uh, make it more complex if needed, but to start as simple as possible. And that actually sounds really appealing for um, uh, goal planning too. Mm -hmm. Like make it as simple as possible. And then if I need to um, get more concrete or more specific, come up with more details, then do that when I need it, but not try to do all of that in one day. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that that, um, I like that. And you're right about the filing. I mean, I always say, uh, I'm a firm believer that broad categories are better than narrow categories. And perhaps that's true in goals as well. That makes some sense. Mm -hmm. I do think having just said that I'm going to focus on this, this power sheets system for goal planning, uh, I am going to start off though by listening to the audio that goes along with the good enough goal setting um, uh, kit that we have because it's got some hypnosis in there and it's you doing the hypnosis like my favorite things (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get hypnotized and then I'm going to do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that does that does help it sort of puts you in a different um, frame of mind to um, get at what's important to you and, and why these things matter. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it'll be a great combo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's so funny. I never really thought about that. Like making things is broad, making things broad and only letting, um, having them get more specific, making them more specific, if you need to. Yeah, because it's a little bit against common wisdom, right? Common goal yeah. setting advice, smart goals. Isn't the S for smart stand for specific? Yes. Yeah, right. But yeah. I like it. Yeah. Well, and the, and the other thing that, I mean, I think that's why a word of the year has always appealed to me um, in the years that I didn't make it too complicated and try to force a word into my life <laughs> to not want to be there um, because then it's it's sort of the filter through which you look at everything else so mm-hmm. um, you know in the years that I've really sort of embraced a word of the year then I let that inform the more specific goals but you know, that's, that's where I focus my energy at the beginning of the year and then um, sort of let my other goals evolve from that. And it's like a touchstone of what's important to you. It's like this little, yes. nug- this little jewel that reminds you of what's important to you. And that can change from time, you know, year to year or more frequently, I suppose. Do you right. do, you do a, a specific... Um, exercise to come up with your word of the year? Uh, I, I do the one that you turned me on to that's, uh, what's that woman's Chris, name? Christine. Christine Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Christine Kane. Cool. I'll put a, me too. Yeah. I've, I've, I've always done it 
um, her system each year, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. It's a free tool that anybody can download. I just looked it up the other day because I was um, suggesting it to somebody. Oh, no, but now yeah. I've got three different tools I'm planning to use. <laughs> I, <laughs> Wait, what's huh, this? We'll so what the word of good the enough, year. Good enough goal Oh, good setting. enough goal setting. And uh, power sheets. Well, I'm not that familiar with the power sheets, but it sounds like that that all the reflection that you're talking about might sort of be a nice way to go into the other stuff, like do some reflection first. Mm-hmm. Um, before you get very specific about what direction you want to head with your goals. Yeah, I think you're right. It will all be... Yeah, I think the, um, I think I enjoy, I, I enjoy the word of the year. I actually think maybe though, I'll um, do that last, and because uh, I think it might be interesting to see uh, what comes out of it. Because I, I suspect I'll have one, having yeah. going through the in, it, the power sheets uh, subtitle is intentional goal planner. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. So um, I'm going to do the good enough goal setting so I can get you to hypnotize me and then get in touch with myself. And then I'm, I'm going to go through these many exercises in the Power Sheets Intentional Goal Planner and then see what happens, see if a word of the year emerges. And if it doesn't, then I'll do Christine's uh, exercise, I think. Oh, that sounds like an excellent plan. And I'm going to float. I already made my floating appointment. So that's Wonderful. part of the day. Midday, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it I doesn't think, feel too complicated, right? For, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't feel like you'll be. It's not like these things are. They sort of overlap, but they aren't. It's not different ways to do the same thing. It's like they sort of inform one another. Yeah, I the think three right. tools that you're talking about. Yeah, I think you're right. And in terms of not overthinking, I was just sort of thinking about that while you were talking and realizing that when I, usually when I overthink, when I'm, I feel stressed, if I, usually mm -hmm. when I, it's like when I'm overthinking about trying to make a decision, for example. I mean, sometimes uh -huh. I, I have a hard time um, and I just, just overthink it. And I like to think one of my superpowers is, is, is simplifying to the point where stuff doesn't get overly complicated. But every now and then, anyway, I feel this stress. I feel a certain stress, and I think, let it be easy. And the stress dissolves, and I take the easy path. Yeah. So, I mean, I really do think that's a it can be a good antidote to overthinking. Absolutely, that is that is a superpower. I need, I well, I would like to get better at remembering that. I do do it more, but. Mm -hmm. And I is it on, and on I your have attended like a, what's that? Is let it be easy on your bulletin board like it's on mine? No, I just moved offices. I don't have a bulletin board yet. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, but you know, there's time. That's right. Um, but I, I uh, can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say you. no. That's okay. I um. Let it be easy. Oh, just 
just, um, I think that I am getting better at not overthinking things to begin with. So I am in, less in need of remembering, let it be easy. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's um, like just really being willing to embrace good enough can help avoid, help you avoid overthinking things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And not in, yeah, letting go of any idea that's something has to be perfect or you should do things a certain way um, can definitely help with letting go of yeah. overthinking. And I, and one of the other ways I've moved away from overthinking is by um, just saying, but just picking something. I'm literally just saying to myself, I'm just going to pick something and I'm going to start here. Because mm -hmm. it's sort of like what we talked about a couple weeks ago with ambivalence. If I can't, if I don't know, if I'm having a hard time deciding, like if I'm, if I'm overthinking something, then I, I might not have enough information and I might not be able to get enough information to make a good decision until I just start doing something. Right. And as we said in that episode, not making a decision is making a decision. Right. Right. So taking action, just some kind of action, any kind of action can be really yeah. helpful. Oh, and that just made me think of um, another situation where overthinking has actually been very problematic for me recently. And we've moved into the portion of my cartooning course where um, we're not getting specific daily assignments. We just mm -hmm. have to draw something. And, wow. um, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a little more complicated. Yeah. Um, and, and I find myself like wanting to, um, get the perfect idea and then wanting to execute it perfectly, not really perfectly, but you know, I want to, I find myself wanting to sort of think through how to do everything that I want to do, you know, how to make it look the way I want to make it look before I put pen to paper. And turns out that doesn't really work so well. It works <laughs> much better to just start and work things out as I go. The and, and it's a lot less time consuming. Yes. Mean, you're doing this every day, right? So if you right. pre-think pre everything each and every day, yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. So working it, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. The risk of sounding like a broken record, your um, your Facebook posts with your cartooning, and I'm in awe of the progress. In awe, Shannon. I just think it's amazing. Oh, thank you. I, I mean, not only are you really talented, obviously, but it's a testament to that daily practice. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's made a huge difference. So we're like four months in. Uh -huh. And now it's this is the next four weeks are going to be really tricky because we're, we're on a quote unquote self study break. And so we don't have any assignments. And we're supposed to still be cartooning every day. Mm. So um, we still we have the group forum and we have, you know, all, all, everybody in the 
in the class is still on the forum and we've all, they did a really good job of setting us up. The teacher did a wonderful job of like prepping us for this and, and helping us figure out how we can be successful at it. And, you know, we've all made our varying commitments to how often we'll be in the forum and how we'll, you know, show up ourselves and how we'll support each other. Um, But it's gonna, it's, I have to say, I've spent a lot of time in the last four months drawing to the assignment, you know, Mm -hmm. just making sure I get my homework done as opposed to drawing because I want to draw. Right. Oh, my goodness. And we, you know, we all know that you are going to be perfectly capable of daily cartooning without having the accountability from your class because you wrote a novel in a month. So, I mean, and, and nobody was making, you know, there was no accountability beyond that goal. Uh, so you'll be fine. That's true. I but hadn't thought about that. But it's a different yeah, challenge. But it's, wow. It's interesting. And you can see um, I drew a cartoon um, yesterday when, so it will be several weeks ago when, when this recording comes out. But um, where I was sitting, uh, the, my character not me, my character was sitting outside mm-hmm. enjoying the California blue sky and fresh air. And yeah, and the flowers, the flowers are beautiful. Um, and if you watch the video, you can see that I changed um, the character's face. I first drew her with her face looking at the book and then I realized that to really evoke this idea of sort of sitting in the sun I turned her face to the side and tipped up like she was you know letting the sun hit her face and so you can see if you watch the video you can see how I change her face in the sketching portion of it before I turn that layer off in my program and you just see the outline Um, cool yeah but so it's it's interesting that this uh, it's so much more helpful for me to think of uh, a recent time where I've been overthinking and how it doesn't help (laughs) Mm -hmm. right that's excellent yeah anything else to say on overthinking no I think I don't want to overthink it so I'll I'll (laughs) (laughs) excellent So what about you, our listeners? Um, Do you have a tendency to overthink things? What have you found to um, help you not do that? You can let us know on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, we're at Getting to Good Enough. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. We are online where you can read the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com and you can always leave us a message at 413-424-GTGE that's 4843 Um, we love hearing from you and we also would love to hear what you would like to um, have us talk about in 2020 but for now I I know it's crazy That's okay. (laughs) I know. This is Shannon Wilkinson, temporarily in Fresno, California. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you.
I think it's good we didn't overdo it. <laughs> I think we did it just enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>